With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo! We wait. Wow, dude, you okay? Levels, levels, levels. You all right? Levels. Tie shirt just fainted. You all right? What? I'm not that. I, I'm at my normal level. Okay. <laughs> I was just fired up. Uh, you, you, you were. You were really fired up there. Again, tie shirt just fainted. We got to wake him up now. Smelling salts. Okay, tie shirt, well, you good? Y- you know what? Maybe you got your headphones on too. Tie shirt, you good? All I heard was Harmon. <laughs> That's all you should have heard. Taking over. Oh, uh, happy Wednesday! After a long wait, that feels like the amount of time you wait from the end of a football season to the beginning of another. We have Game Three 
of the NBA Finals. It has been all Celtics, but the Warriors have gone on an 8-0 run in the last 40 seconds to cut a convincing Celtics lead in half. It is now 56-47. Klay Thompson, who started out really poorly, has heated up. He's got 15. Steph Curry's got 10. Meanwhile, the Celtics, uh, forget about getting Jason Tatum going. This was the Jalen Brown show from early on. It's like the Celtics decided we want to establish Jalen Brown in the first few minutes of this game. That's exactly what they did. Boston and races out to a lead. They're trying to hold on to it right now, but uh, he's got 17. He's got five rebounds, three assists. Uh, this is some kind of game already for Jalen Brown, and we're midway through the second quarter. Yeah, that first quarter was fantastic. Uh, six of 10 overall, 17 uh, plus seven uh, in the column, and three of four for three point range. Uh, good ball movement and just aggressiveness on his part to set things offensively. Tatum, the shoulder still continues to be a giant question. Mark Williams and his availability with the knee issue that he's got, you know, trying to conserve minutes there, going to the smaller lineup uh, philosophically, you know, trying to figure out how do you mix and match a uh, couple of phantom calls. Draymond Green doing a good job of baiting uh, Grant Williams into, uh, well, what was one of the greatest acting jobs I've ever seen. I, 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 can you get a primetime Emmy for playing basketball on a network? Uh, if you can't, you will eventually, because it's the last thing that'll be on TV in prime time that people will watch on network TV. So eventually, that will happen. Yeah, but I'm looking at it, going, well, I mean that that play, you know, the it didn't spark a huge thing, but every extra foul and and when you start getting into the young guys' heads, you wonder how much that's going to carry over. So we certainly watch that. But to your point, Clay Thompson was uh, awful. Uh, to start, so a lot of discussion, uh, as there has been, of, all right, how long before he's 100%? Do we have to ask that question every time he steps on a damn court at this point? He's not right. Will he ever be right? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Lots of guys have tried to come back from injuries. Very few of them have been gone for over two years and come back strong. So a strong Lee. So we'll see if, if that's the case. But it's not a question to be asked tonight. It's will he be able to turn his offense around today uh, and at least in the second quarter with a little bit of juice he has. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Now, the thing about this game so far that that really has my attention. Look, obviously, the Warriors are a team that we know can make runs in seconds and, and, mm-hmm. and close a game like they did in the last few minutes here. Jason Tatum's body language is not great. He got called for an offensive foul. He was very frustrated. He looks frustrated overall tonight. Uh, almost as if he expected to come in, the game didn't go my way, and now I'm pissed off right away. His body language is not that great, and I wonder if that's going to play into the second half. If he's still going to wind up being the focal point, or they're going to say, listen, tonight's a night we, we got to ride Jalen, right? I mean, he's got 17. He's, he's playing. We got, we're getting pretty good production off the bench. White's already got seven points, so maybe this is going to be a Jalen Brown game and not not a Jason Tatum game because he just he just doesn't look like hey I'm out with fire to take over this game and be the guy I need to be so how how he 
moves on from halftime, that's going to be a really interesting thing for the second half to see for the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, he had a, that little you know spurt where he had a couple of three-point makes, but otherwise both on the offense and defensive sides, he, he's been kind of out of sorts. And we watched him defensively. He picked up a foul. He was indecisive, didn't want to stand in for a charge. I get it. If you're dealing with a, a shoulder injury, the uh, last thing you want is full-on contact and a you know 200 10 pound body or whatever we got in the measurables, you know, crashing on top of you. But you can't start looking around going, how's that fall on me when you're pushing the guy in the stomach to stay off you? <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, it's it's just a huge question. And there's been a lot of talk of him and, you know, trying to ascertain from a mental standpoint where he's at. You know, you got to accept at some point you're a leader here. Right. You can't talk, you know, me and Jalen, me and Jalen staying together and look at us. And then when folks talk about you, just try to dismiss it as, oh, I'm just a guy. It's like, no, you're not just a guy. And then when the pressure's on you, as it is in this series, you know, you're supposed to be bringing bringing the heat with, with every possession. I, I know it's tiring and I know the Warriors are a good team defense you know, what, second only to Boston, right, in most of the advanced metrics. So you're going to have to work and you're going to be exhausted. But, you know, this is the time to take over if you're trying to get to that next level as a superstar. And right now, you know, everybody's just crossed out super. And your hope of an MVP season, you know, you need to go give them a motivational speech or something. Either that or Matt Foley, uh, motivational speaker, needs to show up because right now uh, it, it's Jalen Brown and then the the tough grittiness of guys like Smart and Horford that are helping lead the way. Hey, Tatum, dude, come on, man. I say a lot of good things about you. About you back me up and don't leave me just like hanging out here to dry. That's kind of where something? it would go. I knew it would be something? about you really fast. Yeah, of course. Well, you said I, I gotta, pumped you up, man. I got I to I give that. To, yeah, you, you let me down. You are really letting me down. I, I told Magic Johnson to draft you over Lonzo Ball. What is wrong with you? That happened. Uh, no, it's just, look. Cause, your yeah. jersey should be up in those rafters. <laughs> Already in your fifth year in the league. It should be there. You did this to me. This is like when, because I, I would totally be like the guy that sues a sports team for some ridiculous reason, right? Like, oh, you perpetrated a fraud against me. Wait, a whole team did? Yes, by not allowing me to buy season tickets. Uh, yeah, I'm going to sue the entire organization. Uh, so right now, again, uh, 6140. Celtics with the lead over the Warriors about two minutes uh, before halftime. Uh, we will keep you updated on this game throughout the night. Meanwhile, another day, another bad day, if you expect Deshaun Watson to play in the NFL this season. The last three days has been a slow driving of the boat towards, you know what? Uh, he's not going to play in 2022. And here's another reason why. Right? We gave you reasons the last couple nights. We told you about the optic for the NFL, the fact that this case is going to go on for a while, these 24 women now who are now suing him uh, in, in, in a civil situation, two more added this week, and the big domino that fell the other day, the New York Times report that Deshaun Watson was aided to get massages away from the Houston Texans off campus and uh, at the hotel, the Houstonian. Uh, This is a really big development. And here's another reason why you got to get Jacoby Brissett ready. And maybe you want to call up, hey, Baker, um, 
Tony Busby, who was the lawyer representing all 24 women who filed the lawsuits against Deshaun Watson, said his law firm is now soon to join the Texans organization and others as defendants in the lawsuit against the quarterback. This on the heels of the report from the New York Times that the Texans helped him get these massages away from team facilities. So now this case, which has been going on for well over a year, well over a year. The biggest development criminally, we had a grand jury did not indict Deshaun Watson. Doesn't mean the criminal charges can't be filed again in the future. There are new women who are added to this, but that was the big development. Tony Busby has not done anything to move this forward. He is still gathering clients. He is gathering information. He is gathering ammunition uh, for this. And now that he has announced that they're going to have the Texans and, uh, and others as defendants, how do you think this is going to end soon? How do you think this is going to end soon for Deshaun Watson? We've had well over a year of, are we going to have anything new? No, it moves at a glacial pace and Tony Busby is running the case right now and this is what happens when you have a lawyer who doesn't panic and is content with playing it out if this is a big money grab maybe it would have been done by now uh, you know this there's different strategies to go through but just by going what we've seen he has not been in any rush to move forward with everything until he gets to the point where I know I can win and this is what a lawyer does and now that this part of it comes up with the now you're going to add the Texans how long is that investigation going to be we're coming to camp in a few weeks right the offseason the the the, the it, it's over right we're getting into the preseason now and the NFL is not going to allow Deshaun Watson to take the field while this is going on and this is going to continue to go on for a long time if this if we don't get anything else through the end of 2022 I'm not going to be surprised because of the pace that this has gone at and he, Here's another. If you're Deshaun Watson right now, after you hear this from Tony Busby, you have to say to yourself, uh, "This is. I am not going to play. I am not going to play this year." And and Rusty Harden the same way. Uh, I, I don't know when you're going to play again. And the commissioner's exempt list is something that the NFL will lean on. They will not lean on discipline while this is going on. But it will be another year of not playing football for Deshaun Watson. I mean it. You see how MLB handled the Trevor Bauer thing. That's how it's going to go with Deshaun Watson. It'll be the list for a while. We're going to continue on in perpetuity, and then we have to make a decision. We make a decision. Yeah, I think a couple of things. You know, one about the cash grab, right? If if it was truly that, I I think there would have been a bigger push. And not to say that, you know, there were some reports that it was the majority were for taking whatever the offer was and, you know, $100,000 or whatever. And then there were some holdouts for various reasons, right? So you have that. Um, But if it was a cash grab, uh, totally then you probably would have seen an end, right? Probably would have come to some number that made sense. So so put that in. Right. We talked and it, about it wouldn't it. have been this. You, you can't do it when it gets so public. Like a cash grab is to keep things from getting out. Well, guess what? Yeah. All of this got out. So the, so the money part of it now is really negligible. Right. So now we get into the Houston Texans. We talked about it yesterday. I wondered how quickly they would be brought into it. Well, there you go. 12 hours later, uh, Busby's announcement therein. So you have that. A reminder for everybody, and I know you had them in your timeline. I've had them in my timeline. The, the NFL is a private business, okay? Uh, they don't have to wait for something legally to resolve, to do and act. Historically, they, they've tried in a, in a lot of these cases to do so. And certainly, uh, Goodell, right now, they're not commenting at all as to what, what's on the table and what isn't uh, related to uh, a, a timeline for discipline. But the end is they could fight about it in the CBA, but 
just if they want to keep him off the field, it's a private entity. It's a private business. And that that's something that you can adjudicate. You can get more lawyers in and talk about his rights to play football and everything else. But that's where we're at right now uh, in that regard. But, yeah, there's, there's no resolution coming here in short order. Trying to claim he's going to be on the field? No. I mean, that... It, you know, we've seen some reports that were from insiders saying, yeah, they hope to make a decision decision in July. What are they going to do? Flip a coin? I mean, I don't mean to be flippant about it, but legitimately, all of a sudden now, OK, that's that's the one the, the next piece of this that that creates the decision. No, they're going to keep kicking it down. And, and when you look at Busby, it's a long play because maybe more people who've been part of the 66 or more are emboldened and and recognize that, that there's a, a larger case here. And maybe you get a few more allegations, complaints. Uh, that that get filed and maybe more information uh, gets sussed out that maybe criminal charges come back onto the the table or maybe we look at with the Texans what did they do what did they facilitate what did they know I mean it's it's pretty grisly when you start thinking about you know the the NFL and how many teams right now are involved in, in different parts of scandals and different timelines they're in uh, NFL doesn't want to act hastily but at some point there needs to be decisive action I, I don't know that it happens until right before the first week of the season uh, wishing hoping that something happens that they play out the timeline as well oh I I think I th- I think I think that's uh, you're asking for way too much there. I I don't know that we get anything till after the season is over. No, no, no. But that but that's the thing though. Like in terms of a is Deshaun Watson, what is where is he? Right? No, it's gonna it, it'll, 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 it'll be, that's why I think it's gonna be a lot like Bauer, where it's what is it? Well, it's just not we're not getting a resolution anytime soon, and he's not playing, and it's just gonna sit there, right? And and Trevor Bauer went away. We didn't talk about him a lot. We went, then when it came up again. He got the news again. It became a story, and MLB eventually made a decision. But, you know, for every week, yeah, he's not playing. Is a solution coming? No. And after a long time on this story, everybody's just going to kind of move on. All right, when let us know when something is going to work. Well, and, but that's what, I, that's what I was arguing the other day, right? The NFL will go on. He goes into the exempt list or whatever, and it, it's covered. But once you're actually in the camp and into the process of getting on the field for the first week of the season – Yeah, I mean, you you got so many other teams to pay attention to. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. A story today in the NFL that I shake my head because I go, this story didn't have to happen. But not only did it happen, it became the big story of the day. Washington Commanders defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio has had to apologize after he called the Capitol insurrection of January 6th a dust-up. Right now, mm-hmm. little backstory on this. On Monday, uh, he tweeted in response to a post about the upcoming hearings on January 6th, saying, quote, would love to understand the whole story about why the summer of riots, looting, burning, and the destruction of personal property is never discussed, but this is. Hashtag common sense. So apparently Jack Del Rio doesn't understand that democracy was under attack in our way of life on January 6th. Okay, let's see. Let's give him a chance. Well, he was asked about it today. And before his apology, Jack Del Rio doubled down and wait till you hear how he described the events of January 6th. Let's get right down to it. What did I ask? A simple question. Why are we not looking into those things? If we're going to talk about it, why are we not looking into those things? Because it's kind of hard for me to say I can realistically look at it. I see the images on TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Well, there's nothing burned down. And we're not going to talk about We're going to make that a major deal. I just think it's kind of two standards. And if we apply the same standard and we're going to be reasonable with each other, let's have a discussion. That's all it was. Let's have a discussion. We're Americans. Let's talk it through. 
All right, let, let's talk it through, Jack. Uh, four people died during the attack on January 6th. Five police officers died as a result of that day, either for injuries suffered, uh, died that day, or committed suicide after what happened. Let's talk about the 725 people who got arrested because the Capitol was stormed and people got into the Senate chambers. But apparently that's just a dust-up for Jack Del Rio. It's a dust-up. This is why I say not everybody should have opinions, right? Because this is this is clearly Jack Del Rio either thinking something really outlandish about January 6th or he just doesn't know enough about the topic, but I want to weigh in on it, right? I, I always go back to that Tracy Jordan sketch from uh, 30 Rock where they ask him a question and he goes, I, I don't have any information or knowledge about this, but I have some strong opinions. And and he goes on this whole big rant about it. Uh, dude, this is a really big deal. And then Jack Del Rio apologized after this happened, after he doubled down. He put out a statement earlier today apologizing for what he said and uh, saying that saying the situation was a dust up, was irresponsible and negligent. And I am sorry. Uh, he went on to make a further apology on it and talk about loving America, loving, respecting his fellow coaches, players and staff that he works with, respecting their views and opinions. So first things first with Jack Del Rio. Um, do you think Jack Del Rio was sat down and someone said, "Hey, Jack, let me just tell you what happened here in the Capitol on on uh, you know on January 6th. Here's all the stuff." Or did someone say, "Dude, you want to still work here? You want to still work in the NFL? You want you want you you want to still work? Uh, you got to say something because you really just sound ridiculous." And we're an organization. I don't know if you've seen what's gone on with the Washington Commanders the last couple of years. We don't need any more smoke. Okay, so you need to go do something and take care of this. Because I don't want to wake up tomorrow morning and go, Jack Del Rio was tripling down on the dust-up on January 6th. Uh, So, yeah, the fact that he didn't have any sort of second thought on it and doubled down today, yeah, this was, dude, you you, want to work? You know what's going on with this, man? You got to put out a statement, and then here comes his apology. Well, someone in the office wrote the statement and said, please post this to all your social media. (laughs) Simple as that. That's not him. Right. And he's going to believe what he's going to believe. And obviously, and this goes to, you know, to take it with the the wider paintbrush and really just get after repainting a wall is that, you know, this happens with so many, so many things. I mean, as innocuous as sports and the reality of what's going on in a day to day with a team. It's like, you know, you can tell when guys haven't watched a minute of a game and are trying to speak on how a team flows and how they're playing or a particular player uh, is performing on a given night or week or whatever else, right? A lot of thought pieces on the Angels today. Anybody sit around and watch the Angels the last two weeks? No. You know, (laughs) they're in our window. They're one of the teams that cycles in. Yeah, we've seen a lot of bad baseball and a lot of decisions and whatever. But and this is a case on, on a much larger scale where you get one or two talking points maybe nine months ago. Right. In this case, six months ago, go back, you know, all whatever timeline, right? Whatever the event in question is. In this case, we're going back to January. But whatever the event is, and you heard a piece, you, you bought into an article you read, a talking point, and there was no further investigation, research, or uh, deeper thought to it. And, and look, Jack Del Rio's in, entitled to his opinions, beliefs, but the blowback comes. And that certainly, I mean, Brian Mitchell took to the radio, and there was a, a, a big play in the 11-on-11 drills 
uh, on Wednesday where Diami Brown went over the middle and Jeremy Reeves came up to defend the pass off Carson Wentz, uh, and there was a head-to-head collision. And I guess Ron Rivera lost his mind running off and screaming about unsafe play, etc. And Brian Mitchell was uh, did a radio spot and just went off. Uh, it's like, okay, sure, you talk about discipline, and you got Jack Del Rio running your defense. You go back to the way the defense ran last year. It's like you're letting him do whatever he wants, and now you're talking about it the same way. Here, here's the quote. Ron Rivera has to get his defensive coordinator in check if he expects anybody to believe that he's a man he claims to be as a disciplinarian. I know that Ron checks his people and calls people. Ron, if you have a problem with what I'm saying today, Jack, you got a problem with what I'm saying. He's like going Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, you yeah, got a yeah. problem with what I'm saying here, Jack. <laughs> if you got a problem, then you call me. All y'all can get my number. You know my damn phone number. Don't call someone else. Don't talk crap behind my back like I know you've been doing. Because guess what? Nobody holds secrets completely. So when you want to talk trash to Brian Keith Mitchell, then dial my number. I'm willing to have the conversation to tell y'all how your craft stinks just like everybody else. Because it's a bunch of BS how this thing is being worked. Talking about the way Rivera has handled the squad. And then he went on to opine, as you you opened with, uh, about the Washington football team and all the different storylines that lead back to a whole cesspool uh, and this now being the the latest bad look again you know you're you're entitled to your opinion but we go back to private entities workplaces etc you know to where you, you put them in a very difficult position uh, and certainly this is something with the comparisons he was making when you, you start going deeper into his timeline is going to upset a locker room you know, and, and here's the here's the part where Jack Del Rio needs to practice what he preaches, right? Because it was a couple of years ago uh, he talked about players who were kneeling for the national anthem, and while he backed Marshawn Lynch and and what Marshawn Lynch wanted to do back when he was coaching Marshawn, he said he believed everybody should stand and on your own time you should make something of what you want it to be, right? If you want to protest, you want to do something, do it on your own time, right? What did Jack Del Rio do today? I'm going to take time here at this press Mm -hmm. conference to talk about this and say this was a dust-up. So you can't have it both ways. This is why he's he's ridiculous. It's hard to respect him because he's the one that fears, no, no, keep it separate. Okay, keep it separate. If he really did believe that, that keep it separate, then when he was asked about it today, he would have said, you know what? That's something I talked about on Twitter. It's not a topic of conversation today, and that's it. Right, and, 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 when I'm and, and in the building, on, right? it's all about football. It's about that's Let's what he said. No, football. no, no. Let's talk about this. Let, no, now he was okay talking about it and saying it was just a dust up. So you have to practice what you preach. And I, I, you know, I, I can't put any stock in him in this apology or anything else. I'm sure he was told to do it to keep his job. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly embarrassed for him because it just sounds like a guy that, yeah, it's going to say stuff because it's what I think. D- d- really. You really, you really think that about January sixth? I mean, it's just absolutely insane. But uh, yeah, not not so much that he's consistent with what he has said and how he has acted. So I hope this is the end of the story. I'm I'm, I'm sure it will be. He apologized. I mean, maybe he gets asked about it again. Uh, but I I hope this is over because this is not something that needed to even be a story. You know, I want to make sure. You know, here's Jack Del Rio who knows what he does. You got to know that when you say something on social media like that, you're questioning January sixth and the insurrection. That people are gonna 
talk to you about it. Oh, when I was just saying, oh, nah, dude, that becomes a thing, man. You want to put your job in jeopardy because you want to make sure you ask something about the insurrection. Okay, good luck. Good luck, Jack Del Rio. Good luck with everything. Now, we always talk about it, uh, and, and certainly you'll, you'll hear the guys on Up on Game uh, over the weekend, and, and Bucky Brooks and I, no doubt, will have to traverse this one on Sunday morning. But you, you talk about locker rooms and, and how there's – you know, whole everybody's got to coalesce, you know, different backgrounds and and beliefs and and lifestyles and all of those things. Uh, but there's also still a tipping point whereby you you can really disrupt a, a locker room and its chemistry, and that's the thing I, I wonder. And I think what Brian Mitchell was trying to to raise his hand and say, well, no wonder that we're so undisciplined on the field. This is what we've got in leadership positions. And again, you know, you can, you can, whatever, wherever you stand politically, you also know what, what's good and not so good for your business uh, in terms of trying to put forth uh, a winning culture and product. This doesn't help anything. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 PM. Eastern 7 PM Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today a guy we like to listen to when he's not busy on the new Matt Buker podcast. Uh, it is Fox Sports 1 NBA insider extraordinaire Rick Buker, uh, host of the On the Ball podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Rick Buker. Rick, what's happening, man? Well, you guys are going to have to be satisfied with the original On the Ball podcast because On the Ball Squared, uh, the uh, the the progenitor of that is uh, is headed to Italy for 10 days because that's the way Matt Buca rolls these days. He's going to wow. go over there with a couple of high school buddies. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Meanwhile, I'm I'm grinding away. His sister's grinding away, getting ready for her basketball season. Mom's grinding away. Matt Matt's getting on the plane tomorrow. Going <laughs> through, uh, wow, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Nicely done. Really. Going to, yeah, going to Tuscany. He's going to go to Tuscany. He's going to hang Did out. Did he mow some office. lawns? Yeah. NIL money? What are we talking about? NIL money? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he promises me that that's coming down the line, so we, we shall see. Oh, okay. Um, hey. No, no, no. See, I actually, I set him up with a job this summer. He was going to work on a wood farm. He was actually going to do. He was going to do some like real labor, and then next, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll do it, Dad." And then three days later, "Hey, Dad, I'd love to do that job, but we're going to Italy, and then, um, <laughs> and then I'm going to Montana with my girlfriend, and then um, my buddies are going to get together in upstate New York. So I'd love, I'd love to have a summer job, but uh, I'm just not going to be here. So um, can you lend me twenty bucks? Let me let me have a conversation with. Let me help. Let me help me out uh, translating, Rick. No, he he would not love a job. <laughs> He would not love a job. That's that. No, he's, he's not. He would not love a job. Not, my hands, not Dad. On there. No, I, I mean, that's part of my charisma. That's part of what I do. I got soft hands. I can't be working at a wood farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was. It, I'd love. I'd love to have a job, Dad. I just love to go to Italy, Montana, and upstate New York a little bit more. That's all. That's all. All right. Well, hey. So speaking of a bad job, Draymond Green. 
So tonight, yeah. you know, look, we, we've talked about this. The Draymond has been very inconsistent. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I said after the game, I really would like to see him own the fact that he was absolutely terrible tonight. Because for a guy that loves to take all the credit when the team plays well, look, we talked about mm-hmm. it last week. Suddenly you look like a guy that oh, I'm more concerned with my podcast and other things when, when it doesn't yeah. go well. Uh, yeah. Draymond tonight was just terrible. And I, I don't get it. I don't get how Draymond Green in the finals can't be the guy he was in game two more consistently. I don't understand how he can't be that guy. Well, in part because, look, the Boston Celtics collectively can meet his physical energy. He has to be the fire starter. And then if the Boston Celtics match that physicality and they don't get distracted by all the antics, then uh, there's only so much that Draymond can do because the Warriors collectively are physically overmatched. And, and so it's, it's a little I, – I feel as if Draymond and Steph are in the same camp. And obviously Steph has still contributed uh, in, in a way, and tonight Draymond really didn't do a whole lot of anything. But his – where his contributions come are not going to show up uh, in the box score necessarily anyway. But all that said, the Boston Celtics, because of their size, can nullify what makes Draymond unique. And, 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 and they can do that across the board. They can make the game difficult across the board. What Draymond did in game, so to me, game two is really the outlier in that Draymond was able to be the most physical force on the floor. That shouldn't happen to a Celtics team that is, that is just bigger, stronger, and longer across the board at every position, and yet he was able to do that. So that's where – but again, if Draymond gets into his, his, his antics and the distraction and – gets the gets into the head of the Celtics where they're playing against him more than playing against the Warriors. Uh, we've seen it. The Boston Celtics get off track and and they are vulnerable. But if they play the way they did tonight, whereas we are going we're not gonna wait to be hit. We're going to hit first. We're going to be physical and we're gonna move the ball and we're gonna test the athleticism and the general collective connectedness of the Warriors. That's where Draymond's good, orchestrating them defensively. But, you know, I I can't put all of what happened tonight on him. The Warriors collectively, defensively, weren't very good, and they have to be in order for Draymond to be at his best. Yeah, I mean, Draymond going out of his way to try to bait Grant Williams isn't exactly going to help move the needle on the overall. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Because he had a a couple of great calls, but... That's what he was reduced to, you know, because because it was... Like, I just look at game two. Game two, completely different story. He comes out and he ties up Al Horford on the very first possession for a jump ball. It was just a huge statement play, and he made several of those through the course of game two that lit a fire under everybody else. Now Andrew Wiggins is playing defense a different way. Um, Otto Porter, I mean, go down the line. The staff. And that simply didn't happen. That didn't happen tonight. And honestly, it shouldn't happen consistently through this series if the Boston Celtics do what they're capable of doing. We've just seen it throughout these playoffs. They don't always play up to their level. Why are they so terrible in the third quarter, Rick? Ah, 
Man, I, I, I guarantee you, if, uh, if any of us had the answer, we could sell it to Ime Udoka for a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Udoka is, has impressed me to no end the way he has handled this team. And even with the third quarter, I mean, look, we've, we, this was the third time, but at least there wasn't as much damage done this time as there have been in previous ones where they're going into the fourth quarter with an actual deficit and, and, a, and a double de- a digit deficit in the first two games. So while it wasn't as good as the other quarters, uh, it was um, it was significantly better. And Udoka, not only just in preparation, but his in-game decisions, uh, he is – it's amazing that this is his first year because – uh, that is a rare, rare talent for coaches to have. And you either have it or you don't. A lot of coaches are great. Uh, Frank Vogel comes to mind. Great at preparation. Great at, at, at coming up with a game plan. But if you need to change that game plan on the fly, not every coach can do that. And Udoka has demonstrated the ability to do exactly that, to see a matchup, to recognize it, and not be afraid to play, say, Peyton Pritchard, for example, eight minutes in the fourth quarter because he sees something. So, again, another reason why uh, the third quarter wasn't good, but uh, it was better than it's been, and that's a good sign for the Boston Celtics. Rick Buke of Fox Sports 1 NBA Insider with us here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. All right, now, you, we, we've had a lot of MVP conversations over the course of the year. Now we're getting to this point. We're halfway through the series. Where do you have Scott Foster on your NBA <laughs> Finals MVP list? Is he at the very top? Is he in the middle? Where's Scott Foster? Um, well, I, you should be asking that question for, to Adam Silver. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> and I would imagine, I would imagine Adam would say, uh, right now he's at the top of my ballot. He's getting done when I need to get done. So, <laughs> hey, and why should we complain? I think it's what right, we're going to get more games. Who doesn't want more games? Who doesn't want more entertainment? So I'm I'm all good with it. Yeah, look, both sides. Yeah, both sides feel like they're getting screwed. So it's like, okay, I mean, this isn't Chris Paul playing, and uh, it's going to be another lot. No, both sides don't like Scott Foster. And and why do people go to Las Vegas and play the roulette wheel? Because you don't know whether it's going to come up <laughs> red or black. It's entertaining. So you know what? But the ball's going to land in some in 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 one of the slots, right? So yeah. somebody's going to get screwed. We just don't know who, and we get to watch and find out. It adds. A, it's like a third rail to the game. We got how are the Warriors going to play? How are the Celtics going to play? And who's going to get a bad whistle? Let's wait. Let's <laughs> the officiating wild out. card uh, yeah. certainly out there. He's Rick Buecher. He will he spin the wheel uh, on FS1. By the way, by the way uh, I just I, I just destroyed my relate my. I have always had a great relationship with the with the officials going back to when I worked as a G League referee for a story for ESPN the magazine in about what the last four minutes I completely destroyed my relationship with every guy who blows a whistle in the NBA um, thanks to you knuckleheads so just know that I am I'm sacrificing my myself my uh my, my reputation among certain certain factions in order to have fun on the show. Rick, you know what though, Rick? Yeah. Sometimes you gotta call it like you see it. No, it's right? I got I got I, I got more of I got more of a bleak look, outlook for you. Eventually, Rick, your only friends are going to be Mike and I. 
It's going to be you and me and Mike, because Matt Buker is going to be living in Italy in yeah, George Clooney's yeah. villa, and you're yeah. going to be like, okay, and my, my family's doing it. No one, I just got to call in and talk to Jason and Mike. They, they're the only ones I have left. They're the only ones who will talk to me, and we'll be here for yeah. you. Yeah. And and even you guys will probably go, um, Rick, it's not your night. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. The blunt honesty is always appreciated. Hey, Draymond Rick, Buker, Rick. it's not your night. We need something more from you, okay? We Rick, need you to yeah. step up a little bit. We got we got a show to do right now, Rick. We'll call you right back. Okay. Just uh <laughs> <laughs> do Matt, pick up Matt's pick up Matt's dry cleaning and we'll call you back. Okay? Uh. Yeah, from one from one Rick and quoting another. Rick Flair always talked about the official Tommy Young, Rick, and he'd say, "I don't like him, but he calls him like he sees him." Even though Tommy Young would look the other way whenever Rick Flair was doing something. So that's the thing. That's what we're saying about the officials here. Nothing, that's right. nothing nefarious. It's it's all in, in good humor. Yes, exactly. No question glad about it. That. Glad we cleared that up. They're yeah. not buying it for a second. But. Now, or, I mean, put it all on me. I led you there. Uh, at Rick Bucher, where you find him on Twitter, R-I-C-B-U-C-H-E-R, the On the Ball podcast that Rick's got, FS1 analyst, and, of course, with us here each and every week, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Always appreciative of the time and the candor with Rick. Um, for Steve, Steve Kerr in rotation, does, we've been talking about it and trying to figure out, does he need to buy more minutes for the young guys? I mean, we got got Andre Iguodala back down to one, so he did that right. But do we need to see Kaminga, Moody, or some of these guys to spell the veterans? Uh, I mean, look, it's it's you're it's not an easy it's not an easy answer because you what, what's happening. The thing is, is you, you look at the veterans, you look at an Iguodala, and you know that he's going to be in the right place. You just don't know whether mm-hmm. physically he's capable of getting the job done. You don't know that Kaminga is going to be in the right place, and you don't, and, and and Moody. So you get a little bit more energy, but then when it comes to being able to execute the way you need to execute, I mean Andrew Wiggins tonight, like Andrew Wiggins box score wise had a nice game, but there were a number of decisions made that um, that were critical that that weren't very good and. If you're going to play Kaminga and the young guys, that's sort of what you run into. So it is, it's a catch-22. There's not an easy answer here. And I honestly, I look at it, and anybody who's saying, well, he should, he should play Kaminga, you play the young guys more, you're going to get the more energy out there, you're also going to get more mistakes. And so it, there's, there's no easy solution for Steve right now. It's why I felt from the beginning, well, shoot, since Boston knocked off Milwaukee, I felt like... Boston, from at least on paper, just the matchup, they've, they've got too much for the Warriors. And then they didn't demonstrate that all that against Miami, and it had me second-guessing myself. But if Boston plays the way, if they play up to their capabilities, there aren't any answers for Steve Kerr. There's no magic on that bench that he can pull out. It's the, the difference is too great between these two teams. And honestly, if there is an advantage that the Warriors do have, it is that collective knowledge and chemistry from past years with Iguodala and Steph and Clay and Draymond on the floor. And I probably, you probably owe it to them to give them a shot at trying to get it done rather than saying, hey, I no longer believe in you. I'm going to go to the young guys. 
I just, I, you know, long term, I don't know that that would sit well with any of those guys. There, there's a reason that, that Steph and Draymond went to, to Mike Brown earlier in the playoffs and said, we want Kevon Looney on the floor. We want him starting. It's because they trust the guys that they've been through the wars with before. And honestly, if I'm Steve Kerr, I owe it to those guys to give them a shot to figure it out. Hey, lastly, Rick, I, I want to throw a comparison at you and, and tell me what you think of this. At the end of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's career, there mm-hmm. was when teams defended him, they allowed him his points in the first three quarters, knowing yep. that he was yep. going to be exhausted by the time the fourth quarter came. And as long as yep. you can keep the game manageable, you're taking away the Lakers' 1 or 1A weapon. I'm yep. kind of seeing that with Steph Curry. Right, yeah. Because you see in the first three quarters, he's getting his shots. And then in the fourth quarter, Boston decides, okay, yes, the game is not out of the game doesn't get out of control for us in the first three quarters. And now in the fourth quarter, now we can clamp down because Steph had one one bucket in the fourth quarter tonight. He had three points. I'm kind of seeing that now. That's kind of Boston's thing. Not that they're playing situational defense, but hey, first three quarters, yeah, Steph gets a little bit of room. Then he's got no room in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And and let's make him work at the defensive end. Let's let's try to go at him as much as we can to try to take some of that energy away so that Steph simply doesn't have the same energy in the fourth quarter. Now, he's, he's the energizer bunny if there's anybody in the league, and it's amazing that he's still doing that at 34. But it requires a great deal of energy for him to get his shot, especially when Draymond's not – being effective. He's not getting anything done. Clay is spotty. Andrew Wiggins is spotty. Like he needs those guys to flourish so that in the fourth quarter uh, that that there's space for him to operate. That's also a contributing factor is that like down the stretch, I don't know what Clay shot in the fourth quarter, but he got hot there for a little stretch and then I didn't see him do anything in the fourth quarter. And to me like Steph needs those other pieces to uh, at least be a threat, so that the, that Boston can't just willfully close down on his space and say, "We'll make you know you're you're gonna have to beat us going through multiple ones of us, or you're gonna have to trust somebody else to beat you." And those other guys are simply not delivering. He's on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher. Also, his burner account, Matt Buecher's dad. That, it's, it's, not, it's not a big high burner, but uh, Rick, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. We will talk to you after game four. Oh, uh, Venice, yo. <laughs> <laughs> at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.